everybody. Welcome once again to the Squares of the Round Table. Yours truly, Jivan Ivan, over here with Mike and Jeff. And how are we all doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing good. For I'm a Monday. Good. For a Monday. It's eh, Monday. I'm fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. I feel awesome. I'm good. I'm just curious. When you fuck awesome, what position do you fuck it in? I, well, you know what? The word fucking is just a, a good, hearty, you know... I don't know, I guess verb, you know, action word, you know, just to mm-hmm. kind of pump up certain things. You know, there's good well, and there's yeah, fucking good. Uh, there's great, there's fucking great. Uh, there's awesome and then there's fucking awesome. So it just kind of, right. you know, takes it to the next level. Okay, I, I understand. I, I understand that fucking does yeah. sometimes pump so, it up. Yeah, that's usually It's a what quite versatile word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. <clears throat> so, well, I guess we can address the panther in the room, and we can um, we'll we'll talk briefly because I did watch the special on ABC last night, and right as I posted the news of the squared, yay, funny, ha, jokes, funny. That's when the news broke that Chadwick Boseman passed away, and I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah, bad timing. See how that worked. It was uh, so <laughs> awful, man. That's so, bad timing. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, this is funny, haha. But oh my god, yeah. Uh, of course, oh my, yeah. oh my everyone's god, talking about like the picture that posted a few months ago, and everyone was like, is he, why is he losing weight? I mean, is he going to be okay for Black Panther 2? It's like, what's, got, what's up with him? Why is he losing all this weight? Shit, he was dead. Yeah, and of course, a lot of, the, a lot of the ugly shit that people put up there. Yeah. You know, saying he was on drugs and that he was uh, he was having, you know, he was having all kinds of problems and that he wasn't eating. You know, I mean, just a whole lot of really ugly yeah, shit. I was in and, rep, yeah. and he was poor guy was dying, man. Oh, he was man. dying. Awful, awful. He made movies while he was busy dying. Yeah, he, he was that, still that, he that, was in the that, thick of it. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's a person that's got compunction, man. Well, you know what? Kudos to him. Because you know he could have just chucked it all, or he could have just wallowed in his in his misery and shit, and uh, just say, "Oh man, fuck this! I'm uh, I'm all messed up. I got this cancer." But no, what did he do? Between treatments, he made movies. Yeah, he kept working. And, so. and, and he made so many good movies. Mm. You know, I mean, everybody. You know, yeah. I mean, Black Panther was his crowning achievement. But man, the James Brown movie. Uh, was great. I mean, there's just a number yeah. of other roles that now, involved. Yeah, uh, now I, like now I got to watch 42, like man. Audible's great, too. Oh, I've seen 42. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I got to see that it's now. It's phenomenal. Uh, it's it's a really, really good movie. Um, sure. And it just, it, 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 it's just wonderful that, you know, he uh, was able to do that. And then, of course, when the Black Panther came around and to give... In the black community, uh, a hero to look up to, somebody that you know they can aspire to. to be. Yeah, to aspire and inspire. Yeah, inspire and inspire. Right. Yeah, like so, when okay. when I first heard that he was going to be cast as Black Panther in Civil War, I'm like, oh man, who's great in the James Brown movie? And but that movie was, I think it was just the editing. Like the 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 film was just cut in a manic profession. But I mean, it was like. It was really good. It was a great performance, and I wish he'd. Have got, I, I don't think he got the Oscar nomination, but I think he got a Golden Globe nomination for um, 
his performance in Get On Up. I can take a look. Yeah. Well, I saw that I saw that in the theater with my friend uh, John Seba, and uh, okay, and the manic style of which the editing of the movie took place—it almost was Michael Bayish. Well, it was just—it uh, was they yeah. jumped around and like what they did more so even when they right. did with uh, Johnny Cash and the um, the Ray Charles movies, so they did jump around time wise. And they kind of did it yeah. too. Even they jacked it up another notch uh, with that. Yeah. But I say it was a solid performance, and he was great in it. And he did all his dance moves. Yeah, he did. Yeah, fantastic. Yep. Yeah, he, uh, man, he actually great. watched. He actually watched films on James Brown's just to literally get it down. Yeah, and uh, he did a wonderful job with that. So I was very, I was pleased. I was very pleased to have seen that in the theater. And, uh, you know, he's going to be right up there with some of the great uh, performers that made a few films. But just because they made a few films, they're remembered to this day. You got James Dean. He made three movies. Boom. He's an icon. Okay. Uh, You had uh, you have some of those stars that were only shining for just a small length of time, but yet made such a an impression. Yeah, such an impact. and an impact that it just became that it became clear that yes, you know, uh, that, that this is something that you're not going to soon erase from anywhere because he left such a body of work, such a short body of work. Uh, Heath Ledger, same thing, you know, was around for a short time, but he left a body of work. Uh, Joker being his crowning achievement, you know, and is it, it well, that's what he'll be remembered I, for. That's the one that he's remembered for. Probably, yeah. I mean, it's not my cup of tea, but Brokeback Mountain. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, Broke Ass Mountain is not my cup of tea either. (laughs) Broke. Broke Ass Mountain. Broke Ass Mountain. No. (laughs) Really, Ivan, you went there. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Got the gaze after us now too. Good job, Ivan. <laughs> oh, oh, you don't, you don't like a little fire underneath the belly? Look, man. Oh, no, like but, you know, but they know, I, I, they know I, I, I'm joking. They know I'm joking. I'm joking. So Come on. I'm, I'm, I'm checking here. Shit. The closest. So he won a outstanding actor for motion picture for the in the uh, for the NAACP Image Award, and then he won. A Screening Actors Guild Award, Outstanding Performance by a Cast in a Motion Picture. And then he won a few MTV Awards, in which it was funny. I saw it last – it's funny. MTV did a whole – did a good couple couple minutes before they actually showed music for once, before the MTV Awards last night. And um, I had forgotten. So he gave his MTV Award to the guy who saved all those people in that Waffle House a few years back. I had totally forgotten about that. Well, I, you know, with MTV being to almost a point of irrelevance, it's easy to forget that, yeah, they do have, they did have an award show and that their award show for a while was kind of a, was kind of a go-to for the people in the video business and such. But, you know, but then we could go on another dialogue about MTV. But well, no, the, yeah, I, I, did see, I, I did see the clip, though. I, I did see say, the clip. Great, great job, Ivan. I'm trying to talk about the great things that that 
that Chadwick Boseman is done and you're like, hey, let's go rip on MTV. We can do that later in the show. I got no problem with it. <laughs> Um, well, I, I, well, okay, you're, but like I said, as far as as far as the man is concerned, he did the place proud. He got the he got the award. He did wonderful things, and he did a very wonderful thing. Yeah, I'm just saying. So, rewatching, no, Bozeman, no. Yeah, rewatching yeah. Black Panther last night. It was cool. It was no commercials. So, and yeah, of course, was, uh, I'm looking at his IMDb, and of course, yes, you could take a wild guess. At one point, he was on Law and Order because fucking everybody's on Law and Order. Yeah, um, like I think the entire cast of The Sopranos was on Law and Order. Yeah, at well, one well point. not just them. I mean, not all at once, but I mean, there's like some. There's like you, you know, it's like go watch sometimes, and you're like, oh my god, look, it's like El Papano from like Grey's Anatomy. Like, holy yeah. shit! And, and it's like <laughs> way before she's like like the lead of Grey's, you know, or Head and Pivier as a really young girl before like heroes and stuff. But anyway, yeah, so obviously he did Law and Order. He did some CSI. I had forgotten he had done The Express, which is uh, the movie about Floyd Little, uh, which is a which is a sports movie about Floyd Little from the Cleveland Browns. I believe that's what that movie was. I can't remember, but I remember seeing it. And he was really good in that. And then he was good, I, in, Jack, he was good in Jackie Robinson, 42. Well, and it's funny because... For some strange reason, I have a soft spot for draft day, and I totally forgot. I didn't realize he was in that where he plays uh, the he plays the linebacker. He plays the guy that um, Kevin Costner drafts first overall, a guy by the name of Vontae Mack. So he's in that movie too. Um, so yeah, and then obviously you start to get it's funny because he has a couple of movies where they're not so good, and then it's like oh, and here we start getting into all the Marvel movies and everything. And I guess he played Thurgood Marshall at one point too. That I had not seen that movie yet. So, yeah, they um, sh- they showed a clip uh, for, with him and Josh Gad, uh, the hmm. spe- the dedication the uh, after the movie. And then obviously, Twenty One Bridges is out there, but I haven't seen it yet. Have, they, have either of you? No, I saw the trailers. Obviously, when we were going to see Marvel movies, so like yeah, I'm like hmm. yeah, but I heard it wasn't. It did not live up to expectations, and the plot was a little had some holes in it. But I'm sure he's good in that. I mean, he's master of his craft. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's very sad. So yeah, no, hey, that's a gut punch. You know, it's a gut punch. It was one of those yeah. things. Like I saw it online, and somebody just posted it. They didn't like actually have like an actual like article to it or anything. And I'm like. Okay, shut up. I'm just getting pumped. And then I went, I went and Googled it, and I'm like, oh, Yeah, shit. it's like, for a couple seconds, I'm like, no, this this, this ain't right. Yeah. I was like, Fake I had to go news. check, and I had to go check from another source to be sure it was... Fake news. Fake news. Wasn't a hoax, yeah. Right, yeah, no, terrible. exactly. Yeah. I was like, because we've had, we've had that before, where it's like, oh, my oh, God. Oh, yeah, that happens a lot on the fucking Yeah, they, they think, uh, like, Willie Nelson, I think, has happened to him about 100 times. Well, how, many yeah. does it happen? how many times has it happened to Betty White now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not dead yet. I said I'm not dead. <laughs> I feel fine. Not dead yet. Didn't it happen to Sylvester Stallone? I don't know. Yeah. I think it happened to him at one point, too. Yeah. Where they, they announced that he was dead, and it was like, ah, uh, no. Yeah. Then you well, had to, Then he had to post that video from... Jimmy Fallon. I was like, oh, man. 
I watched that yeah, video from from, Jim, from uh, all the fans. He comes behind the curtain. Yeah, it's funny how like how we get weird in front of celebrities. Well, it's yeah. because it's the le- it's the last thing you would ever expect to happen to you. Like when I met Stevie Nicks, you know, it was just one of those moments. Yeah, just happened. So yeah, so. Rest in peace, rest in power. Well, and, and the one with the little kid when he's got like all the superheroes surrounding Black Panther. Oh like, yeah, funeral. I'm like Jesus. Oh man, yeah. There's come the kid. on now. Yeah, I got him. I moved him for the to the front of my Marvel Legends shelf. I guess by the time this airs, this conversation is somewhat okay. But man, can I tell you, there are already people like jockeying and for position on what Marvel should do for the next Black Panther movie now that Chadwick Boseman has has passed. Hmm. You know, you realize there are people already on that shit? That's like Well they they really? have said this emotional investment to the MCU. And well, they yeah. want they want the stories to continue. Absolutely. Well, no, because there's people who are like like I've so so the two I've seen is let Michael B. Jordan come back and let Killmonger become the Black Panther. But Killmonger the other died been... at the end of Black Panther. Right, and they're saying that they could, that you know, that's like somebody, like somebody said, okay, we'll figure out a way to bring him back, whatever. Um, the other I've heard is to let one of the women become Black Panther. And to go that route, that it that it'll allow, to allow one of the women characters to become the Black Panther like Shuri or what's the other one? The Okoye? Yeah. That one of them should become the new Black Panther. To which I'm kinda like either way I'm kinda like, you know, here's the thing. I'm not ready to even consider this kind of shit. Yeah, they're still even because of COVID now, they're mm-hmm. still, you know, reshuffling and rebuilding whatever phase four of the MCU. So Yeah. You know. Well and I'm waiting for that I'm waiting for that outrage i'm waiting for the beginning of the outrage of well see you didn't fast track a second black panther movie like we all wanted you to and hey guess what yeah. you know I, i'm sure that outrage is coming shortly as well but but the host but, the thing is well the host who said this is the first african-american with his own superhero movie and like well, technically, it was Wesley Snipes and Blade. Well, technically... He was well. a superhero. I mean, he was a vampire, yeah. but he was a superhero. Well, we could go a little further back. Yeah, we could. We had... We've had... I think we... What was the one? We had Steel? Uh, I was going to go okay, further than... Fine. Okay. I was going to go further back than that. Is Dolomite considered a superhero? Oh, Jeff... <laughs> what? what the Dolomite movies? Oh come hey. on! What is not considered a superhero in some ways? What? Dolomite more than, is more, more than Blackula. Well, well, I think now, now you now you now you're making a comparison to a whole genre of movie black point black exploitation motion pictures now. No, Which, I'm saying. I'm saying that how far back does it, how, you know, the first, and I'm, and he, you know, he said Blade, and my reaction is, well, we're going to say Blade, 
We can go further along than that. I mean, Shaft would be kind of. But he wasn't. He didn't. He wasn't a, technically a superhero. I mean, he was a hero. No. He didn't have superpowers. He, he didn't have special powers. He didn't he have, have a have sh- well, he didn't well, have... I don't know about that. He, he could get anyone's woman. He that's the special power. He was Shaft. Shannon, did you hear the song? Did you hear the song? No, yeah. no, I've never heard the tune. Uh, you know. Well, never, did, never at all. I don't believe you. Yeah. Of course, I've heard it. <laughs> so yeah, we're, we can. Mouth. Watch your mouth. We talk about Shaft, buddy. So rest what? in peace, Chadwick Boseman. We we will miss you. Yeah. So okay, yeah, so um, Jeff, what have you been doing this week? Do we want to have the other conversation that I've been wanting to have? Because i got to be honest. I was actually somewhat... I watched a little bit of it. I was somewhat impressed by the by the Video Music Awards last night. Uh, it, but I, I thought it was kind of neat what they did and how it looked and what they did and how they did it. And I think they... It seems like there is a decent amount of buzz from it about it being a good show. That said, I'll be honest with you, there was part of me where it's like, and I, I'm like you guys. I'm a little more up on some of the more current artists. Yeah, I'm and not. even I'm and, and even I'm sitting there going, "Who the fuck's that?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I'm not kidding. I mean, it was funny because I'm sitting there and my mom's like, "Who's that?" I'm like, "I really don't know." Yeah, but... No, seriously, who is it? I'm like, "No, mom, I really don't know." <laughs> and I feel like I'm up on this stuff more than most than than, than most of my friends who are in their forties. It's like I can usually I can sit there and go, yeah, I know who Doja Cat is, okay? I know who some of these people are, and I'm sitting there going, I don't know that artist. I don't know who that is. Um, you know, I mean, as it is, it was funny. I guess the Black Eyed Peas has a have a new album out, and I'm like, oh, really? I didn't even know. You know, it's kind of like that. But yeah, um, they did everything on rooftops all over the place, and they did some really cool stuff. And it almost looked like videos. You know, God forbid we actually have videos on MTV, but you know, <laughs> music, yeah, and music, well, and music. Yeah. You know, what? Well, that 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 train left the station years ago. Now, for something like that to be viable, I mean, a whole lot of money is going to get poured into that whole situation again, <clears throat> because MTV, the likes of which we remember it, will never happen again. Well, I think there's another reason for that too, though. Which mm-hmm. is, all right, I want to watch a video. Okay, I go on YouTube. It's right there. Yeah. You want to see the artist of your choice, the song of your choice, it's out there. Right. Well, yeah. I, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't have to wait for it to show up in the rotation on MTV. Yeah. No, that, that, that's what I mean. So the, the possibility of that is never going to happen because there are 10 billion places you can get whatever it is you want now. Yeah. What I'm, it was funny because one of the people, I think it might have been, I, I think it might have been Doja Cat, when she opened up, they, she did, she opened her set, her, her, her song with uh, the old MTV news thing. They, the icon. Yeah. Well, or that, no, with the noise. And it was funny because they kind of made fun of the fact that they don't really do MTV news on MTV anymore. Yeah. Kurt Loder is like 80 years old now. Well, yeah, and then everybody else. Yeah. Ate, I mean, I, that, look, I got news for you. Sway ain't that they ain't ain't that freaking young anymore either. So nobody is. Um, I, I it's you know Carson Daly is now on the freaking Today Show and doing the Voice. You know, 
And that was what twenty? Oh my God, more than twenty years ago now. Uh, would have been would have been early two thousand, late nineties. I think was right. That's what I mean. Carson Daly, yeah. You know, you're talking you're talking twenty five years since since those days. Yeah. Yeah, those days. Yeah. I mean, the, the days of Yo MTV Raps and Headbangers Ball and and all. Well, I'm even talking about TRL. You know, the back in the day when it was the back when they were lining up. Um, what is it? Broadway, you know, Fifth yeah. Broadway with you know Times Square with kids going nuts because the Backstreet Boys yeah, were they, in the building. They had, they had. So, what was your takeaway moment from the VMAs? I, you know, I only watched a few things. I didn't watch a lot, but I got the impression the Lady Gaga stuff was pretty good, from what yeah, I saw. She's and, an excellent performer. Yep, I, I you know, I, I'll be honest, I didn't watch as much, but um, you know, I caught a couple of things, and like I said. To me, if anything, it says to me that, you know, some of what they did was very viable. And I don't know what kind of numbers it did last night. And I'm curious, especially with all the Black Panther stuff going on, I'm curious if that hurt it at all. But um, I heard good. You know, it's funny. I saw good buzz on on social media. It was funny. And my mom, who knows none of those people, was like, this was really a good show. And I'm like, "Okay, that tells me something so <laughs> and she doesn't even know who half those people are so you know but yeah um no i'm with you ivan i to me the one thing about mtv these days and vh1 too mm-hmm. you know the thing i laugh about is okay fine you can't play videos like you used to it's nope. not even that you're not playing videos you're really not doing I mean, you're not really doing anything. Any music-themed content at all? At all? I mean, MTV News is dead. Well, all, all of it, all of it became the reality. It became the reality TV central of the world, and after that, eclipsed its original. Uh, yeah, motive. it's gone beyond. And it's it's gone beyond anything that they ever first started with when they started with the real world back in the day. You know, right. back in back in the late. You know what it was. It, was was real world? Real world had to be nineties, right? When they it first has to be late late eighties, early nineties. Right, right. Yeah. You know, and they they would do all their the, you know they do road rules, and then they do all the challenge shows, and then they do yeah. like the the I'm a this or you know you know all those weird documentaries that were always kind of interesting in some way, and then they you know like I always thought. Behind the, you know, VH1's behind the music was always fun. I always thought that. Was I always a great thought those show. were great. I always thought those were great. And I'm I kind of surprised. Music. I'm kind of surprised they haven't brought those back ever at all. Well, they got a, they got a variation of that. It's called Unsung, but you know, it's one of those things where you know you catch it here and there, but it's not like you can pinpoint it down and actually schedule it in your in your viewing rotation, you know, so, so you hear about it, like, yeah, Unsung is kind of like that behind the music thing, but, you know, but I, and that, I know that there's a, um, a documentary coming out about a public broadcasting uh, station show that used to be called Soul back in the 70s, and uh, that's supposed to be, you know, because that was a program back then that actually addressed the real soul music, the real, you know, urban contemporary music of that time and place. Unfortunately, much of the video is gone because, you know, like most things, it's got erased and bulked out, but um, but they were managed to, whatever they were able to salvage, 
I'm real interested to see how that 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 documentary is going to turn out. I'm well, you want to know why it's missing, right? Because someone had to tape heavy metal on Cinemax. <laughs> well, that's, that's got to be what it was, right? No, it was the time where people weren't able to record stuff from home. Oh, there's that. No, this was that. This was way before people had VHS or Betamax. Hmm. I know it was Betamax first before the VHS came on it. Yes. So you saw the VMAs. Uh, Anything else you've been up to, Jeff? Excuse me. Um, I didn't really have much. Like I said, I was just impressed because I thought they, from the little that I got a chance to see, I thought they did a really good job considering the fact that they had the social distance and they had to do certain things. And, and, and yeah, I thought they did a good job. I thought it was good. I, and, and there was a lot of stuff where they did it at rooftop uh, or different rooftops across the city of New York. So I thought that was a really cool idea too. I thought that they, uh, they took advantage of that and they did something a little bit unique and different. So I give them Thank credit. You. I just wish, I just wish they would, um, I wish they would do some more stuff regarding music other than on the days when it's like, oh, hey, VMA time. It's like, okay. You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're wrong. Well, you know, the the music show that we know of, I don't know if such a show would would float today. That's just like trying to ask uh, if variety shows to make a comeback. I mean, Carol Burnett tried it and failed miserably uh, about a decade or so ago. Tried to bring uh, variety programming back into television. Uh, certain things, you know, they have their time. And uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe 10 years from now, well, maybe but, they when, might be a thing again, but I don't when, see it happening now. When, in some ways, a show like America's Got Talent, be that variety program. It's just not the variety program. Uh, uh, it's kind of, I mean, it's not. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, American Idol and America's Got Talent and all those well, types no, of Hold on a second. There's a little bit difference between American Idol and America's Got Talent. America's oh, Got Talent, there, there's a lot. There's a, It's not just not singing. Just singing. Right. They're just not singing on there. They're doing all kinds of crazy crap. Um, right. You know, which that's closer to variety than you know. Yeah, than just the singing competition. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. I I would imagine. I don't know. I'm trying to think off the top. I feel like somebody's done it recently, but I don't know. Who? I don't like. That's my problem. I feel like I've seen it that somebody. Well, that's your answer because it's it was a flash in a pan, or it didn't. It didn't work. It was canceled immediately. Work. I know. I know who could. I I know who could do it, but um, you know, I don't think that. But quite frankly, he's gonna make more money doing movies, which which is uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman could do it in a in a and and easily. Yeah, he he hosted the Tonys, and he seemed to do quite right well. So I mean, he could. Yeah, yeah he's he's got it figured out. He could he could do it. And now he's hung um, up his adamantium claws. He's got to find some work. Yeah, did you see where they... Keanu Reeves is is, is Wolverine. Thoughts? No, he's too tall. No, 
I don't know if no, that's... I want a short guy. Going. He's too old, too. All nope. I keep seeing... I, I need, I we need some, some young blood. And by the way, uh, the voice actor for Cyclops passed away from the old 90s X-Men. Mm. And he's reprised his role several times uh, as um, Scott. Mm. And... Yeah, he just—I uh, he recently just passed away. I forget. I can look up the name here real, real quick, but because it was from news that just broke earlier today. But it was um, uh, what was his name? Um, Norm Spencer. That was his name. Okay. So, another superhero because a lot Which, of people uh... lived on the '90s X-Men, and he's surprised to role for like other video games and other animation projects. So, did he do the other? Animated? Like, did he do X Men Evolution too? I don't, or no, he not? was not X Men Evolution. That was a reboot no. because it was all the. It was a uh, younger Gazontide, uh, younger crew, for uh, for X Men. But I always liked that one. That was I, I thought X Men Evolution was, was okay. Good. I didn't hate it. I, I actually I liked it, and you know this will this will get me in trouble, but. I liked it better than the actual original '90s X Men show. Whoa, hey, whoa, man! That, yeah, that's, I know. Fighting's words were a lot of X Men fans. I know, and I'll take it a step further. The one on, the one on Nick, the one that Nickelodeon did, where they did the Nicktoons one. That show is better than I, the '90s one too. I never saw that one. Yeah, I thought, but the I thought it was a well done show. I liked that one too. Hmm. Um, you know. But again, yeah, I'm I'm in the so minority. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, um, um, X Men. Uh, uh, oh, and I heard that Bill and Ted Three was wasn't bad for an hour and a half of entertainment. Okay. Did you hear about the guy? I guess the guy, the new mute. Somebody from is it the creator or the somebody deleted their social media accounts after seeing the new mutants. Really? Yeah, and I've heard really bad things about it. Which doesn't bad, shock me. Well, I mean, Fox shelved it, and then Fox got bought by Disney, and then Disney shelved it. So there's right. a reason. It, yeah. I mean, they've been shelved. I mean, that movie's like Ivan. Just they filmed aware. it that, like five years ago or something. What? Like, yeah, no, not five years ago, but yeah, it's been. That, they've, like. held, they've been. They've well, been, you know what? You can shine a turd, but it's still a turd. Well, I think they decided they were going to try to take advantage and try to get some people because of the COVID thing, but. Uh, nah. I didn't. I didn't. It was another trial office. balloon for the box office early releases. Right, um, and I didn't see. I didn't see box office numbers. It's been very interesting. I haven't seen anything. I haven't heard anything about box office numbers. Um, hold on a second. I I'm going to do get, something I haven't done in a very long time, and that's go to box office mojo. Well, it was funny. I was going to go check. Uh, Let's see. Okay, for okay. Sunday, I know, I know from... for the Sunday, the New Mutants earned 1.4 million dollars at the box office. That was the highest. That was the top grossing film of the Sunday, the the 30th of August. Okay. 1.4 so, million dollars. Is that good? So the interesting part is apparently nah, tenet... compared to a year ago, no. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. yeah. According to this, by the way, Tenet overseas did 53 million. In 41 markets, including Canada. And then, um, yeah, New Mutants, they're saying 7 million. Oh my God, 7 million on 2,412 theaters. Only 2,000 theaters worldwide? Hmm. 
Well, that's a Ooh, that's a big number. That's pretty right? damn good. That's yeah. That's a that's a big number for not a big number. Yeah. That's that's actually not good at all. Um, I'm not noticing numbers on Bill and Ted though. I wonder if that's because I'm talking about face the music. Yeah, Bill and Ted yeah. three earned only a quarter million dollars nationwide on Sunday. I wonder... That sounds like a drop at the bottom of the bucket. Well, but keep in mind, Ivan, it was also released at the exact same time um, on demand. Right, so a lot of people went to streaming platforms. Right, so it, it was... If you, pay, if you wanted to pay 20 bucks, you could watch it on demand yeah, I think it was on Vudu. In your house. Yeah. Oh, it was it was on Comcast. You could pick it up. You could oh, watch it. Okay. For, oh, yes, everywhere. For twenty. Okay. Yeah, it was it was full release. Okay. So it, kind of, so it kind of split the numbers, didn't it? Probably. So the question is how well did it do on video on demand? And I'm gonna guess well enough, but hmm. um no, excuse me. Simultaneously releasing it on streaming and in the theaters. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just put in the number. Well, mm-hmm. I gotta be honest. I hate to say it. Were you, were any of us going? No. No. Right. What were there better odds of us picking it up on demand, or better odds of us walking into a movie theater right now? Well, I want um, to patronize my local theater. I want to be sure it doesn't close again. But I don't know. For sure. Bill and Ted Three. I don't think that would be the first. You know, well, I know what movie it is. Wait, you're ready. I know what movie Mike's interested in because they What's changed that? the dates on it again. Again, which is no good news for you. Black Black Widow is now November sixth. Huzzah! And I don't remember exactly where Wonder Woman is. If it's October or November, I think I heard November. It might have been moved to 2021. Who knows? No, 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 it's coming it out this year? this year. It's this year. Okay. Um, but only in theaters. That was that's what the trailer said. Right, supposedly. Yeah. Um, that'll be the other trailer question. Trailer lied is, to me. I mean, I got I'm not sure. I'm not right. How, 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 how did how did AMC do on their 15 cent opening day? Don't know. Haven't heard a thing. No. Haven't mm. heard a thing. I, it was funny. Must have pretty bad this. if you didn't hear a thing. Um. Well, that's a lot of nickels and dimes they gotta. Yeah. I saw a friend of mine took a picture about telling me how how safe it is at the movies. She took a picture. Literally, it's her and an entire an entire theater of empty seats. Hmm. I mean, oh. if it's going to be like that, by all means, I'm happy to go. You know, then all of a sudden my reaction is very different. It's like, okay, but you know how this is going to work. I'm going to have the one asshole who decides... He wants to sit right next, right next to, where to you, I'm sitting. and he's gonna have his phone on the whole time. Forget that, burping and coughing and and yep. slurping his beverage and yep, dropping popcorn everywhere. Well, I don't mind all that, some of those things, but the part where it's like you're gonna sit right next to me and you're not gonna have your mask on because you're eating popcorn. Okay, fine, you have to have your mask on, not <laughs> eat popcorn and all those things. But you're sitting right next to me. There's <laughs> there's a million other places to sit. You've chosen to sit right next to me. Really? Because you got the center chair, and I want the center chair. Yeah. 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 Well, good. good we could see the Black Widow at least sometime in 2020. Yeah. 
sometime. I haven't Unless sounded the yeah. horn of Gondor to uh, summon all my friends yet. I don't think we'll be doing that this year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Go right ahead. Like, well, that, <coughs> look at the four of us can take up a whole row. <laughs> actually, Mike, that might be the plan. That's how you get the whole, the whole yeah, thing Yeah, just buy yourself. the whole row. Right. I don't know if they're going to space out. Uh, I'll have to look into that and see if they're going to, like, only sell, like, every other seat. I think they are. Because with all the theaters with assigned seating, they're going to have, like, 50% capacity maximum. Well, there's your answer because nobody will want to be anywhere near you guys. So you you figure three seats more or less is, like, six feet between. Yeah, you pay for one adult, and then you sneak in, and then you, you know... You take the take your your kid out of the trench coat that you hid in your in your in, you know strapped to your chest like a papoose, mm-hmm. and you put him in the seat next to you, and they get to watch for free. Ah. Oh, really? Is that how it works? <laughs> yes. I don't think yeah. that's how it works. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works at all. <laughs> uh, so yeah, oh, I, suffice to say, I guess that's what would get me back in theater. Either Wonder Woman 84 or Black Widow. Yeah. yeah. That'll get me back in the theater. What, I have a feel. I have a, I have to, Black Widow, not so much. Wonder Woman 84, that, that's, that's where I'm like, oh man, I'm going to have to make a decision. I really want to, and I don't want to wait because you know people are going to Yeah, let's see. Wonder, Wonder Woman 84, to die or not to die? Okay. Uh, Ivan, what'd you do this week? What'd I do? Well, like I did, same thing I do every night. Brains try to take over the world. No, um, I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I was on several, several European um, Facebook sites, uh, spinning on both Saturday and Sunday. Uh, did a, um, I did a two-hour run for the uh, NHS, which was really very cool. Um, and then I did a. Um, I did a four-hour extended set on the spinning wheel on Sunday and then did a half hour at another site filling in for uh, a disc jockey that ended up not being able to make it. So I did a half-hour set for uh, Andy Penny, who runs a a site called Barefoot. And um, he told me, it says, I could play anything I want. So I did. I went went totally off the grid, and uh, I was playing stuff. Like uh, Prodigy, I was playing stuff like um, I was playing stuff like uh, you know NWA. I was playing stuff like um, um, let me see uh, LL Cool J. I was playing Slick Rick. I was playing um, you know. So yeah, I just totally went off. I went balls out on the thing, and and my friend Kevin Andrews, uh, Kevin Andrews, who owns um, uh, another site, he he's a moderator of uh, Spinning Wheel. Cool was also there at that time. He, he uh, texts me in the uh, after the show. He goes, "I had no idea you had that in you," and I says, "Smile. It keeps your friends guessing." So that that kind of blew him away when I uh, took the I took the I did a balls out approach with uh, Jerry, Johnny Penzella because he was uh, do, excuse me he was doing trench music. So like oh okay so I kind of do 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 you know pulled out a bunch of twelves do 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 came back and. Did my thirty minutes and then do 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 went into the kitchen and had dinner. But it was yeah, so it was cool, you know. And I'm like, wow, you know, I haven't played these records in forever, and I'm just like, yeah. I didn't even like, know Ivan had NWA. 
Well, yeah, I get a lot of stuff like that hiding around. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not completely oblivious to new music. I mean, uh, outside You're of the sort of oblivious to new music. No, not necessarily. I, I mean, uh, uh, many of the people that I, I work with or worked uh, with, you know, like Cafe Mustache and Coles and and the arcade and being around that element of, I'm surrounded by new music you know people up and coming you know people turning me on to new things you know or just that whole situation maybe not en masse like you know like you're like your Katy perry's or your avril levine's or your lords or your avril not avril 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 tomato tomato let's call that's it that's not whole recent month. either yeah avril is actually what's the last album she put out about um, five years ago yeah it's that hey hey mm-hmm. you girlfriend thing whatever that oh, okay. is oh yeah well anyway was that with with missy elliott no is it no she did a collaboration she did she something did? with missy elliott you're yeah. right about did she? Yeah. Wow, huh? mike mike knows music but i'm the oblivious one yeah <laughs> mike knows music happily knows. oblivious mm-hmm. well and and i'm not saying that i dismiss all of new music. I mean, it's like any other, it's like any other, uh, decade. It's like any other genre of, you know, genre of mm-hmm. music, new music where, yeah, you know, I, 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 you have to keep an open mind. Will you be uh, playing WAP? Like, pardon me? Will you be playing WAP? WAP? W-A-P? Yeah. Well, I don't know about playing WAP, but, <laughs> Rap is the but, number one song in the country. Not yeah, I'm rap? shocked. I'm not shocked by this news. Well, I look at I look at we've it gone this way. from we've uh, gone, gone from from Buddy Holly to this in sixty. Well, no, I'm years. just curious when Hyman does or doesn't have a new satchel because I'm a little shocked by NWA. That that's not <laughs> something where I'm like sitting there going. Yeah, I, I'm sure Ivan's got vinyl on NWA, which, by the way, should be worth a fortune, depending on what, what. Uh... Well, yeah, well, Dr. Dre, you know the Chronic, yeah, you know, uh, you know the the the, the initiation. If that's first edition, you know? that's first edition vinyl on some of those things. That's uh, I yeah, doubt I know. It, but... I know, yeah, it's major money. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I had, I had, um, had a, when I worked at um, Logan uh, Hardware Records, we had, you know, Dr. Dre, you know, Chronic by Dr. Dre in the store, and it went for three hundred dollars. Yep, that's it. For vinyl, well, it's an original vinyl. Well, it wasn't sealed. It was used. Ah, but okay. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't new. It was used, but you know, if it were new. Just yeah. like okay, okay, Tom Petty's Wildflowers right now. Uh, the the money behind that, a sealed one, is going for four thousand dollars. Jeez Louise! Yeah, no, that doesn't shock me. I would assume a I would assume a mint sealed Doctor Doctor Dre Chronic is it would be up in the actually at the five six grand. Yeah, the uh, vinyl yeah. of uh, Straight Outta Compton. Straight out Compton, if it was mint, now that'd be rough to get. Maybe sealed, know. sealed in back. In, in yeah, but you know that'd be hard well, to straight, get. Well, straight out of Compton mint, straight out of Compton mint because of the because of the distribution of the album and because the it, and the movie it was just you know one of those things where it, it, it suffered from a matter of cats don't dance in them dancism 
where just too many too many distribution problems and shit like that, which didn't make for mass production of that particular album. Right. So yeah, getting that, getting that's rare. That's real that's, rare. That's a real rare album now. And if you do if you do have the luck of the draw and about twenty five thousand in your in your bank account, yeah. yeah I was gonna say that that'll put your kids through college. That that if you have that album will put your kid that that that, right. that would buy two thirds of a, a two thirds of a brand new automobile for you. Yep. So yeah, absolutely, because yeah, so you know, too, the original Straight Outta Compton was originally being distributed being distributed back in the day by Ruthless Records, and it was probably probably more local than the originals than the first ones that came out even later when it got distributed further. So the real question is, which version of that do you have? And the odds of you having the real, real early ones, unless you live in Compton, you probably don't have one of those. No, um, you're right. That's, because that's worth a fortune. Well, yeah, that's got to be worth a fortune. And the factor that the thing that you factor in, because Ruthless Records, there are two there are two sets of Ruthless Records. There was the pre Warner Brothers distributed Ruthless, right? And then there was the post distributed when Warner Brothers came in and that's when things started getting fucked up right. because you know like because anything Warner Brothers allegedly you know you get the thing anything Warner Brothers touches you know it's supposed to allegedly turn to go well unfortunately many times over you know, it ends up turning to shit because especially in that particular genre of music <clears throat> because it's just too many too many spoons in the soup and just too much bullshit going on behind the scenes uh, you know, it, it, and then of course, uh, you know, it was, it was just like the same thing. You know, uh, Slick Rick, he had a three, he had a four album deal, and everything before uh-huh. he ended up, before he ended up going up the fucking river, and everything. And then they screwed him out. They screwed him out of money off the last two albums. So yeah, yeah. So it, see, that's just you know, like it says the the. the, the I, I I will admit it's funny. As much as I sit there and I say you can say just about anything on a radio, I am. Dying about the fact that that WAP is the number one song in the country. Well, do you, do you, do you have you do you, do you Ivan might know what it is. Mike, do you have a clue what WAP stands for? Where, where are pictures of Spider Man? Oh yeah, no, that's not it. Oh, that's no. what I thought. Okay, that's not what it, that's not what it is. Ivan, we talked about this last week. Oh, did we? Did yeah. we talk about this? Last yes, week? we did. Um, so Ivan's been dying. playing live in your last Twitch. You let the last twitch. The last twitch has fallen. Well, uh, after I think it's, after I did after I get done recording tonight, I promised my Twitch audience that um I was going to come back and just finish off the reel that I started. I recorded tonight. I recorded uh, tonight's performance on reel to reel on the term of trying to see if I can get it on Mixcloud, and if I'm successful with Mixcloud. Then I'm going to go ahead and uh, record all the other performances I did for our NHS and for Spinning Wheel, so that way I could put it up on Mixcloud. So at least you know people who heard the um, the shows can actually hear all the music without it being muted, because that's the suck thing about the the whole situation Facebook slash Twitch is you know you, you if you don't see it in the first run. Uh, after after they after it goes out there, it's muted out just just like it does on Facebook. So that's kind of a shit show, and I and uh, I discovered that late. And I'm like, oh damn, you know. So now, 
I'm going to see if I can uh, put everything up on McCloud and see if I can, you know, chase away, you know, you know, run ahead of these people without them trying to stick the knife of, uh, of, of censorship into me. You know, it's like, wow. I mean, what, we really, what I really would like to do is, you know, see if maybe someday write something. I don't know how you would go about it. Would you write legislation? Uh for you know post for post paid well, well, it's still it's internet but it's still broadcasting right it is but i'm saying if i could if i could uh author a bill with the with all the record companies saying hey look all of us bought these records already most of us bought these records second hand okay i mean you can't collect taxes on second hand because it's already been sold already once so why not uh, have a blanket agreement that we can all just pay out like once a year to, you know, give us a bit of immunity uh, mm-hmm. from, you know, this whole well, that censorship. Is, there's still YouTube, right? Well, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you can do YouTube and everything. And I think that's probably the only place. But now you got places like Pantheon, I guess they call it now, where you could get sponsors to well, it's Patreon. A Patreon. Is it Patreon? Pantheon. 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 Yeah, when you put your panties on? Pantheon. You want to wear panties? Yeah, I guess so. My my, my, my polka dotted panties. <laughs> put my polka dotted panties on and, 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 and dance in front of the camera and lose there. But that would be kind of cool if something like that would ever come up. I doubt it, but because, you know, there's a lot of old fucking people sitting on top of all those copyrights and all those things that no musician or vocalist or, or anybody ever got paid out of from from that you know you try to take this type of thing out of the code out of the cold dead hands of these people and tied up in litigation and lawyers and shit for fucking years years i mean disney we you know disney and a bunch of big companies uh started re they they, they redid their they redid their rights again their copyrights again and now they're good. And now their copyrights are good for another several hundred years. You know, yeah. it's like so. It's like you know, unless you own, unless you buy the shit outright, man, you you ain't got a chance in hell. Unless you got, uh, if you're behind, if you have the uh, if you have the the power of a radio station behind you to cover your ass when you're playing records, or you're doing their their set list and everything. And I don't know how they how they do all that stuff. You know, in the background, I mean, you know, we never paid a dime when we were on the air for any of this music when we played it, you know, on the AM side 25 or so years ago and everything. And uh, I don't know how they do it today. I mean, I'm sure they, 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 it's all electronic and, you know, they, they get all, they, they get their tallies, you know, you know, virtually or electronically or digitally or however the fuck they do it. But, it's, it's, you know, but but it also becomes the same thing where there's a lot of talented people out here who got great music and they can't even get they can't even get on the air. I mean, I had the ill-fated situation with uh, Least of All. I thought, oh great, I'm going to cut a record with Least of All. Oh, I was so excited about this. Yeah, until uh, I found out that when I promoted it and everything, and nobody was interested, uh, Least of All came to me and says, well. It was nice, but thanks anyway. Can't blame them, but 
Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. That's why I decided to take it in my own hands. I re- I released two of my own videos, sent them out there, which was a very scary thing for me because I mean, one because the rec the the recordings I made off of demos I did thirty years ago, so that's why they're both filmed in black and white to kind of give it that essence of yeah, these are old demo recordings. This is not a recent thing I did, but at least it's the moment <clears throat> where it actually gets heard. You know, because I, I'm left with no other device, really. And um, and during the month of September, I'm, uh, I'm seriously thinking of cutting some new tracks and then actually putting those out there into the world, along with um, along with uh, uh, doing some writing and uh, doing some drawing. And yeah, I'm just stepping Are away from using the- uh, parchment and a quill. No, no seeing as no, you'll I'm be uh, off the internet, so. To go analog. No, I'm going to be using my typewriter. There you go. Awesome. I have a, I have a working typewriter. In fact, I used it the other day. I, I'm still rather I'm still rather articulate. I'm rather proud of myself that I can still handle a typewriter after all these years. Um, but the point of matter, excuse me, the point of matter being that, uh, yeah, I, after five, almost six months, you know constant uh you know you know virtual djing and i mean i loved every i loved every show i loved every show i loved everything i did with the virtual djing situation uh it kept me from losing my marbles being confined um but you know like anything else you can only do it so much until you just like wait you know i need to i need to step away and uh, then, of course, also the current condition of, of, of Julie, which, you know, I you know, want to be giving her a little bit more time and attention uh, to help her through her situation. She had a stroke. So, you know, I'm trying to help her, you know, back to, to health again. I mean, she's going, she's going to therapy and, um, you know, so I'm helping her through that, too. So there's a you know, it's not just. A gratuitous, oh, okay, I'm done, poof. You know, I mean, there's a reasoning behind a lot of that. But I just, I just, you know, was I just want to do other things. I mean, I, I'd love I think we'd all be a little healthier if we just didn't focus on getting likes and hearts and pics and trying to, you know, attention grab so much with social media. I think... I think it becomes kind of, you know, you get that dopamine hit. You know, like you want to, you post something, like even if it's a joke or something. It's like, oh, I got a couple of laugh faces or laugh emojis or whatever. But, well, I, I mean, I did the uh, I did the thing essentially for, you know, I had a purpose when I was doing the, um, the programs for Logan Arcade. Because, well, one, Logan Arcade, that's, that's, that's my extended family there. And my efforts to put all of that music out there to draw attention to Logan Arcade to say, hey, we're selling beer. Uh, we, we, we got our, our pinball outside. Uh, you can still come. It's a, it was a matter of drawing attention for support for a place that if we didn't do anything about it, would probably close like the hundreds of other businesses that have closed in the wake of COVID. Hmm. I didn't want Logan Arcade to be just one more. So in my mind, that was just one more thing to do to try to prevent that from happening. And, and uh, it's just, you know, and then the rest of it, 
was just out of sheer was just out of sheer you know uh, just trying to keep you know a thing going. I mean, I'm a disc jockey. I spin records. I play records. I'm I'm that guy. And uh, to to and then when I joined the uh, the the Scooter Sound supporting NHS after my place after six years after Mathers closed, I'm like, well, shit. There went my volunteer gig. Now who do I volunteer for? So I volunteered for them and to a to a bunch of really appreciative people, very appreciative. They, 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 they I mean, the, uh, the people in, 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 in England, the UK, Germany, the Netherlands, you know, Ireland, Scotland, all those places, appreciative, appreciative to see that, you know, they see a big fat guy, you know, mugging the screen, playing records, being a total goof off, but yet, you know, at the end of the run, you know, the, after you're done playing, they, they, they text you back, like, how are you doing? And how is everything? And man, that was great. And, and boy, you know, and, I mean, I've gotten several offers already to go to England and play. In fact, uh, Jimmy Temple of the Spinning Wheel uh, had already mentioned on several occasions that he says when things clear up, you know, I'm bringing you over, which is a very exciting thing if it comes to pass. I mean, I've never been over. I've never been over the water except for going to Puerto Rico. And, you know, so that that to me, you know, being the adventure loving person that I am and, you know, and in these times where being adventurous is really tough. I mean, I, I tested today going into a, 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 a food store, you know, going into Tony's Finer Food. And I, you know, I'm mugging at the camera saying, yeah, baby steps out into the real world. Uh, and I'm shaking in my shoes. I wasn't fucking joking. I was shaking in my shoes, man. It was like, what, I'm you never went grocery shopping in five months? Yeah. Yes, you have. You've gone grocery shopping in the last five months. Yes, I've gone have. grocery shopping, but Julie went inside. This is the first time I've ever gone inside. So being in really? there, yes. So being in there was just like, it was otherworldly. Because I'm like, I'm looking around and I'm watching these people not practicing social distancing and, and you know, picking up fruit and putting fruit down and everything. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to touch that one. You know, you get to start thinking all kind of weird thoughts when you're in type of that, when you're in that environment, you know. And, you know, a guy like me who... You know, before it was just like, oh, yeah, sure, I'm going to go ahead and take a couple of oranges and a pickle, and I'm going to make a phallus, and I'm going to laugh. Ha, 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 pictures, you know, joyous. And, you know, now it's like, let's hurry up and get to the deli. Let's hurry up and get the milk. Let's hurry up and get the eggs. I want to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, and, you know, so that 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 took a lot. For me to do that, and I know I have to do that because if I let it get the best of me, I'll be totally dysfunctional any place. And I don't want to get to that point where I'm so I'm so alarmed, you know, at my surroundings. It, 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 you know, I mean, here it is. I'm 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 braving this out to get to DairyCon. I'm braving this out to just go walk outside. I'm braving this out. You know, and and, and it's 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 it takes a bit, and especially now, 
you know, I mean, I mean, you guys are younger than me. I'm in, I'm in that, I'm in that category. Now yes, you are very old. Yeah. Well, I'm not, no, I'm not very old. I'm not very old, but I'm older. <laughs> yes, I'm older. That mm. is also true. <laughs> Do you get okay. the senior? You get your senior discount. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's right. Ten percent, man. Yeah, ten percent. Yeah, hi, I'd like a cup of coffee. I want my ten percent and go home and die because I got next to somebody who touched the lid and fucked me all up. So yeah, just gotta keep washing your hands. You can go to the movies for cheap. Yeah. You... <laughs> well, I, I've been going. I've been going to the movies for cheap for shit uh, five years already. So that's you know that's 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 where it was gone already. I've been getting I've been getting my discounts since I was fifty five. So I was like, eh, coffee. Do we need to like. Uh... Do we need to get you one of those walkers with the tennis balls on the bottom? Is that where we need to get you? No, you don't need to get that for me. In fact, guess what? I I I, I have to be really proud of the fact that I've lost eighteen pounds. Oh, congratulations! Hey. I lost eighteen pounds, and I've been off my cane. That's great. Good, Good job. So, now, which is perfect because now you can get on the scooter. <laughs> which, which, you know what? Just for shits and giggles, I just do the scooter anyway. Because it's just fun. I love to do the scooter when I go to yeah. the, you know, because I like doing the scooter. Yeah. Fuck it, I like the scooter. Our star only has one, and you should be. You should see the look on angry people when some when some an old person already has that out on the floor. Like, where's the buggy? Like somebody else is using it. <laughs> get it? Get they mean buggy? And get all ugly? <laughs> does it? Does it have a horn? Does yours have a horn, Mike? Yes. Oh my god! I would it's so a nasty horn, and, like, the and the reverse. Get the hell out of my way! <laughs> yeah, and it has a backup beeper too. Backup beeper too. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's great. It is great in quotations. Air quotes. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, long story short. So are you going to be like Alaska, or are you yeah, like hold up in a shack, or write the great American it? novel? Yeah, man. Yeah. No, Did you I'm stock just... up on eight and a half by eleven paper? Huh? Do you have paper for your typewriter? Yes, I do. Okay. Do you have ink ribbons? Yeah. Yes, I do. Okay. Do I got everything my ready to go. Right. I got the I got I got the onion leaf paper, and I got the I got a fresh roll of ink. I you know I cleaned off the keys, and you know so I brought my typewriter from the garage, and it was nice to see my typewriter again. I was very happy. But, I mean, it's not like I'm going to be gone completely. I mean, I mean I'm going to – I'm just going to look at it for whatever, but I'm just not going to engage anywhere because, you know, I just I, – I, you know, I just need a breather. I just want to do other things. I mean, haven't you ever just want to just do something other than, the you know, the, the routine? Because, you know, I mean, let's face it. I mean – uh, Facebook, I've been on Facebook now. Shit, let me see, 2009, 2009. I've been on 11 years on I Facebook. I started in uh, 2010, I think, is when I created my Facebook account. Yeah, I tw- I, I've created mine July 4th, 2009, when I was still working at the building. Yeah, so yeah, 11 years. And then at 11 years, yeah, I mean, in the beginning, it was a wonderful you know, novel thing. You know, it was a lot. It, you know, Facebook back then was fun, but now Facebook has become a mudslinging, ugly, uh, tension-filled place where you're like, 
you go ahead and you say something and then you had 10 other people that just want to, you know, shit all over your parade. And it's just like, dang, man, when did, when did we become such a vicious people? Oh, yeah, that's right. Because we got we got numb nuts in the White House. But, you know, it's uh, I think we've always been kind of vicious on some level. Yeah, true, true. I think it's I think it's always been there. I think, look, this is one of the reasons it's funny. I'm on Twitter now and I kind of laugh because it's like I don't do a lot on Twitter. And one of the reasons I don't do a lot on Twitter is because if you think Facebook is, is, oh, is, is like that. Twitter's like the fast, it's like the express lane to that. And, oh, yeah, and everybody's and everybody's looking to to burn and slam everybody else and 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 and, and, yeah, this is not and a fun score place. points. And score and score points. And I'm like, Yeah, I don't really need to that's that's quite alright. No, no, that's all right. No well, I hope you have a good month uh, away. Mm-hmm. And you know, send us a, a letter, like a yeah. car- via Carrier Pigeon or Pony Express. We'll accept either one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have my phone. I'll send a time. send a recorded message via wax cylinder, and we'll add it to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you are you gonna? Yeah, send us a postcard from like Logan from Logan Square, from Humboldt Park. I'll make. Uh, I'll go ahead and send you one of my homemade homemade mailers and everything like that you know something i drew myself and i'll send it off to you guys there'll be early christmas cards you know or hanukkah cards in the case of, mm, but, whatever yeah yeah so 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 i'm sorry i'm still in shock i haven't played nwa i didn't even know i even had nwa i got a lot of things Jeff, you, <laughs> that you have no idea i got Okay, I don't <laughs> want to know about some of that because that sounds really, really, really. I mean, bad. put this way. This is, put this way. I've got porn on vinyl. That's how. But that's the stuff I got. Okay. You mean like Wait. ASMR stuff? No, I'm talking about real, you know, porn. You know, background porn background music, including. Oh, that. Oh, like you know, like. The background music from like yeah. from old porn wow. films. Wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, I mean, more like more like trance, and just the girls are just screaming in ecstasy every every you know twenty four bars. You know stuff that I used to do for rapes. It's you know <laughs> it's stuff that it's, it's those type of records that you kind of sneak in, but are not really politically correct today. Yeah, so there was I one. I remember like one remix. I think there was one song in like in ninety two or ninety three. Where they did there was there was a someone did a dance mix of the Speed Racer theme. Yes, and there was an extended mix where race and where they're putting in like you know the the gasps you know from the show you know ah ah and they they put in I remember that Speed Speed Racer and Trixie kind of like almost like almost like they're doing the nasty. Like they're doing the nasty ah ah go Speed go. <laughs> I have that. I remember we used to make the joke. We used to make the joke on. Um, we used to make the joke when we did the sports show about, hey, now I'm gonna have sex with Steffi Graf, and it would be, and we just play her grunts when she was hitting the tennis ball. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember doing stuff like that, and there's nothing the FCC could do about it because it's like you can't play that. Why? It's her grunting. What do you want from me? I She's didn't playing tennis. She did. She's playing tennis. This, this, is this is sports so, commentary. Yeah. It's, right. it's like, oh, yeah, oh, that, that's good. Yeah, keep it going. <laughs> oh, that's right. 
Wow. Yeah, that's just getting the big fuck you about that yeah, whole thing. She I mean, can play tennis all night long. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she can play with her balls. <laughs> that's, well, that's what happened. There was like this entire generation of female tennis players that were taught to like grunt and use that like the dudes to get extra power. Well, and to get extra power uh, uh, they would, uh, uh, and they would uh, ball harder. More so, power. You know, uh, uh, you'd be like, okay, so today we're gonna, today we're gonna today we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have Monica sell us. Uh, uh, you know that guy like oh, I'm a little out of that. I think we're gonna use Venus Williams. You know that it, it, you get the idea. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I get that. But yeah, no. Um. So what else? What else, Simon? You got So this is the last show. Well, actually, by the time this airs, the last show will have been over. So News I can't of the even squared find that. Will be uh, later in the week. Right, but yeah. you know, he's talking about his Twitch thing. Twitch, Twitch, yes, Twitch. the last Twitch. Um, yeah, well, after, like it says, after I get done tonight recording this session, yeah, I'm going back on 11 p.m. and then just finishing off my reel. And then uh, so long, folks. It's it's been great. See you in a month. And uh, everybody that I've worked at, everybody that worked for Scooter, for Scooter Sounds and uh, Spinning Wheel, are like, man, we can't wait till you come back and everything. And you know, and, and like it says, it's just it's it's very nice. It's very nice to know that you know it's like they appreciated the work. Everybody at Logan Arcade, same thing. And it, 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 it's and it's great. It's not because you know I don't want to spin records no more or nothing like that. It's just I just want to do something different. I just want to kind of not have to get up and shuffle through thousands of records, you know, to get shows to go. I mean, you know, people think it's easy. It's not easy uh, to DJ. A lot of people have this very false sensibility of what it is to be a DJ, especially, excuse me, especially a vinyl DJ where you get people will come up to you and they're like, oh, well, can you play this? Oh, we can you play it? See, well, you don't understand people just just in general that when you got a vinyl DJ up there, he doesn't got the rapid fire downloadability of all the guys who do Serato and not hating on people who do Serato. I just want to make that perfectly clear. You guys are a, you guys are DJs, too. You do a different type of DJing, you're, you're, you know, stylistically, digitally and you're able to match your beats, you're able to match your tracks, you're able to pull anything from the air down to your computer. Man, bless you. That's a wonderful thing to do, okay? But a lot of people, they lump in the sensibilities of disc jockeys under one tent. And a vinyl disc jockey and a digital disc jockey are two separate and different worlds. And that is why you get people, they come up to you and they want to, shuffle through your records which that's a no-no by the way uh you get a you know you get people that that want certain things they want to hear certain things see that you know djs are not jukeboxes although a lot of people treat us like we're jukeboxes like you know oh if i put a nickel up, if i put a nickel up his nose he'll like but <coughs> but it's just that type of a thing and and, uh, you know, kudos to all the, you know, the record disc jockeys. I like to call them vinyl jockeys because, well, you know, that's eh, it's a crazy word. But all you guys who play records in your sets and everything, I mean, you know, good on you to keep up with old and old uh, pride and true tradition yeah. 
of disc jockey. Okay? There were the people and, from the DJs from the late nineties where they had to carry around all those compact discs. Well, well, yeah, the CDJs and and pray they didn't skip. Yeah, well, you know the the CDJs had their time, just like uh, the the Fire Stick DJs. They had their time, uh, you know, when they had everything on their little on their little uh, Fire Stick. They would play those, upload them into their this, upload them into their laptops, and then you know fire off on them there. And, you know, and there's you know the the uh, the disc jockey situations you know has had many evolutions. In its in its uh, in its day, but I came from a place where I was a, I was what they now call a single tableist. You know, I started with one turntable, and I talked all the shit in between the record while changing records. That's how I became Jivin Ivan, because all the bullshit I used to say between records, so you would notice that you know I'm changing records before I had two turntables before I graduated into that whole uh, scene where I was. Uh, I was DJing disco music, and then I was into punk music for a while. I was into new wave music for a while. Then I started doing house music. Then I started doing hip-hop music. Then I, uh, you know, and it just evolved into all of the different things and and gotten, I, I touched upon most genres in my in my career, you know, my 45-plus my year career of being a disc jockey, you know, and uh, 55 years as a record collector. So I'd like to say I'm a record collector first and a disc jockey second uh, in that respect because, you know, a lot of people now, you uh, you know, you get people, they, they, they say, oh, well, anybody can be a disc jockey now. Just go on to eBay and buy all the records and buy the gear and, you know, get get go on front of Facebook or whatever the fuck you do, and yeah, anybody can spin records. No, not anybody can spin records. No, absolutely not. Okay, there's a lot of there's a lot of things to be considered when you're being when you're when you're a disc jockey because it's not just you know just going up there and just being flashy and being clever. I mean, it, it's a lot of work. And the better DJs, which are much better than me, uh, that's what they do from the moment they wake up. They they hit those tables and they're looking for breaks and they're looking for cuts and they're they're recording. DJ things. Khaled, you know, and they and they're looking and they're excavating from you know from warehouses and basements and record shops and. Yeah, no short feet, you know, and, and, you know, Frankie Knuckles, you know, legendary disc jockey, you know, Jesse De La Pena, another legendary guy, you know, I mean, uh, all these people who, who, who have put in their, they put in their lot, you know, to DJ, you know, especially, you know, no matter you, you DJ records or you DJ digitally, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of work. To try to, you know, me, it's like I've got anywhere from a minute and a half to four minutes to think of what I'm going to play afterwards. That's not a lot of time. And you've seen me on screen where I'm shuffling hundreds of records in my hands back and yeah, forth yeah. in rapid fire succession. Okay? I got it to a point. Or I recognize it by label. 
And well, yeah, and, you read the label; it says the song. No, I mean not even <laughs> reading the not even reading the titles, or or nothing. No, the color of the label is how I got it down. And it, it just it, once you've done it millions of times, like I've done it in forty five years, man. You know that's when you know you paid your dues as a DJ, getting paid. A lot, getting paid some, getting most of the time getting paid nothing. <laughs> but I played to one person. I played to hundreds of people. But I still do it. Yes, because it's, well, it's fun. It's your passion. Because that, that's, that's, that's my passion. That's what defines me as, as a person. Uh, you know, being able to give people something that they can take away and remember for always uh, a, a space and time. And I can only hope that once I, I make the last bow on the stage of life and go out to the golden limousine and make my way to the amphitheater of the heavens, along with my fellow disc jockeys, musicians, and people that I admire, uh, I can only hope that somewhere in the world there's some person who's looking on the internet and sees this little fat Puerto Rican guy with the big beard, a tamale shirt, a gray hat, shuffling records happily and showing the world that, yeah, if I can do it, you can do it. But you just said but, not everybody can spin records. Yep. Right. Not That's, everybody can spin. Wait a minute. Not everybody can spin records because, yeah, you could spin a record, but not everybody can spin records. Okay, there's a difference. Wow. See, if you really want to be, somebody's wearing a shirt. So if you want to, if you want to be a DJ, yeah, you you have to take you you have to love it, and you have to be involved in it, and you have to believe in yourself to say, yeah, I can do this, and 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 for me to tell you to be a disc jockey is easy. No, it's shitty. It can get real shitty sometimes, you know, because you got people that are not vested in you. They don't care about you. You you, you go ahead, you give them a whole night's work, and they'll give you some excuse where you end up taking the bus home, you know, and, 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 and believe me, uh, I've had that happen. I've had it happen where I've, uh, I've played to – one or two or three people i you know you just you 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 love it because you love to do it because you totally love to do it and you believe in yourself enough to want to do it and it also gave it also gave me a lease on life being a disc jockey because i had doctors telling me i wasn't gonna do shit my entire life being autistic they told me they they, they palmed me off man they pulled me off. They, they they dismissed me. It says, yes, Mrs. Rivera, Ivan Rivera is autistic. He's never going to do anything with his life. He's going to just exist with his life. Well, guess what, folks? All right? That's my job, that, existing. You know? And I just, I, I you know, I, I put, I put the naysayers, you know, I put the naysayers to the side 
and I'm proud of that. And music gave me that. And I'm proud of the fact that, yeah, I could drive a car. I can I can make my own way. I had a family. I have a daughter. Okay? I might have not done real good in school, but I made my way through life. That's no, not true. Did. You, you didn't do real well in school either. No, I did do real well in school. You're right. I did do real well in school. No, you missed it. Oh, the my, grammatical, grammatical error. It's okay. We still love you, Ivan. You're uh, you're okay in our books. Yeah. Well, you know, you made the and, grade. And, and, and well, and and uh, you know, I got to the point in my life where I don't have to impress nobody. <laughs> well, that should be the point of that you should know, be an early point in everybody's life. You know. And, and I'm still gonna. That's not good. Well, because I have my shirt off, honey. Let me tell you something. There's, there, there's so many people with their shirts off on Facebook. It's ridiculous. Yeah, They're, I know. <laughs> and most of them play the banjo behind them, going do 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 do. Yeah, come on, man. Oh, come on. What was? Haven't you ever felt like taking your shirt off and, and going on Facebook just for the sheer hell of no. doing it? No. Haven't you? Haven't you ever just? Haven't you just ever wanted to just do something so bullface fucking crazy that it just it, it, your, your your friends and your family's you know eyeballs are ready to fall out of their heads? Haven't you, haven't you ever had that type of an adventurous spirit? You Have know, you just, to, just just to say just to say fuck what everybody else thinks and just do it. He uses his public speaking for that. Yeah, I do stuff like that all the time. Yeah, he channels and, and that, yeah. I do okay. stuff like that regularly all the time, and I, I've done that for years. But the point I'm getting at is there are certain things where I'm sitting there going, yeah, you don't need to know. Not on Facebook. Trust me, there are pictures. Thank God smartphones didn't exist when, when at times when I was really out, like, <laughs> during my strip club days. Because there's, well, yeah, there's stuff <laughs> that if it got on the internet, I'd be like, fuck me, I'm so screwed. Um, you know what? Put it this way, man. If your adventure has ever made it to Facebook, I would sit there. I would put a happy face on you and say, "Hell yeah, you lived, bro." You know. Oh, I understand. At the same time, it's like <laughs> there's some people who like when they're like, "Oh, how much could he have done?" Oh, you have no idea. You have no fucking um, idea. You have no idea. You have no idea. Some of the devious shit. I have done in my life, and am I proud of it? Not necessarily, but I did it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I I don't yeah. remember. Have I mentioned that? Yeah, there was a there was a night that there was a night I walked out of a strip club, and as I'm driving home, I realized that I that I had just that I I had just blew through four figures in one night. There was a <laughs> night that happened. Wow. That oh, that's balls uh, out. That's so cool, Jeff. And, 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 and... Yeah, but like I said, see, but that's that's living though. That's living though. Okay, yeah, I know you're not gonna. People oh, are not. Gonna... Oh, don't get me wrong. It was living, and then as on my way on my way home, I'm going. And this that was is why stupid. I can't get a new laptop. <laughs> but the thing or is, I man, can't go, or I can't go on vacation next month. Mm-hmm. Because you know, I just... okay, well, but, but we've all done that at some point in our lives. Oh, or no, there's some people who've never done that. You know, well, 
There's a lot of people who've never done that. Uh, I, <laughs> I, 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 Ivan, are you Ivan? Are you okay? If I ever write a book, I don't think anybody would be friends with me anymore. So the shit I, I pulled. But uh, all I know is, um, uh, but, but, uh, I mean, no, no, I'm just kidding. But, 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 you know, but yeah, it, it, you know, just, just, you know, you, you go through your life and you just like, yeah, you know, you, you don't think about it at the time you're doing it. That's just the point of it. You don't think about it at the time you did it. The aftermath's a motherfucker because then you're like, oh shit, <laughs> I blew through four figures. Holy yeah, shit. Wow. I woke, I woke up next to this woman and I don't even know her name and her mouth is wide open. Why is her mouth wide open? Mm. What is that? What did I do? No, <laughs> Where am I at? Whoa. I don't remember this hotel. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? There, uh, I'm not gonna go. No, no I'm talking no, about. I'm, I'm talking about here. me. I understand. No, but, I'm not going down that road, though. I'm looking, uh, you uh, it too, haven't you? You bastard. Yeah, you have. <laughs> no, not that. Well, anyway. Um. So, Mike, I saw you at game night. I saw you at game night. What did you play? We played the DC deck building game. Uh, we used the. Is that any good? Oh yeah, I love it. It's 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 a good mechanic. It's better than the Marvel uh, deck building game where it's all in a box. You know, there's no uh-huh. uh, expansions. There's no booster packs. To the one card that's worth fifty bucks where you could play it every time you win. That's all in the box. It's all self-contained. And we uh, don't. Do they, got, do they got pictures on the cards? What? Do they got pictures on the cards, or do they just come? What it is you have to do? Well, there's the picture of the character that you play, or there's a like a scene of a punch. Yes, there's artwork on the cards. Okay. Um, what else? Yeah, we played the Forever Evil expansion, so it was uh, we All played right. the villains trying to beat the superheroes. And you ever have a game where you like you win, but it's like it wasn't challenging enough. I was like, yeah, you won, but it's like, eh. Because like, like we played, because we played, I was we played villains, my friend and I, and mm-hmm. we had to beat the, the heroes, and we had to fight because there's twelve different heroes, and we pick eight at random, and mm-hmm. we didn't get any of the Trinity. I was like, you know, Got we it. had to fight Flash and Cyborg and Green Lantern, but you know, the Trinity was missing. I was like, oh man, we didn't get to. Hey, it wasn't. It wasn't. Didn't well, seem like it was. We we have, we're happy we won and we won handily. I was say, Green, depending on who you. Well, here's the real question: Who did you have versus what they had? I had black. I had Black Manta, and uh, my friend had Bizarro. <laughs> it's like I want a Bizarro, yeah. man. <laughs> Me Bizarro, well, okay, top super so, friends. <laughs> well, so, so Black Manta and Bizarro versus the Flash. Green Lantern and Cyborg, and there were other heroes in there too, like Shazam. And wait, um, you beat Shazam? That well, we had to because after each hero, another one appears, like one at a time. Yeah, but you guys should never beat Shazam with Bizarro and. Well, he was twelve where we were. He was the toughest to beat, and he was the first one. So once we got over that hump, then it seemed like all the others were easy to do. 
Easy to beat. Well, yeah. She's, well, no, Green Lantern should be a badass. Yeah. Green Lantern should be like, I mean, Green Lantern's like. And Flash geez. was easy, like, comparatively. That shouldn't be, yeah, that shouldn't be either. Yeah. So, but anyway, okay. but we, yeah, we played that and it was fun. Um, I watched episode four of Lower Decks and actually that was, I, I'm, I'm, now that I've got the stigma out of my head, I'm like, I'm, I'm semi entertaining it. I'm enjoying it now. Mm hmm. But it's it's good. This is what it is. It's comedy. You Did know. you finally watch the Stargirl finale? No, I haven't heard. But I I heard a spoiler, yeah. so I'm like, ah, crap. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, you keep saying that. Well, next week we'll need content because Ivan's not here. <laughs> we'll need stuff to talk about next week or the next yeah, four we'll or five we'll weeks. Find oh, we will. We'll find I'm sure you will. We'll, yes, we yeah. will discuss Stargirl at at some point. Yeah. Um. Particularly next week. Uh, what else? Um, yeah, I watched uh, last night because the news broke Friday night and they already just said, okay, Sunday night, we're putting all of Sunday night aside for ABC and they they sh- they showed Black Panthers, which is uh, pretty cool. I watched the dedication mm-hmm. afterward. Um, yeah, but not much else I've been up to. Just working. Just, uh, we had one guy we had to, the other day, we had to kick out because he had no mask. And he went out screaming and cur- and cursing. We're like, so long. Did he tell you that Jesus was going to come to... Uh, well, I saw one on Twitter today where the guy was literally like... The guy just was ridiculous. and like It is yeah. ridiculous. You walk past six signs saying you need to wear a mask or a face covering. And they don't. Mm-hmm. They walk all the way into the store. They just... Dope, yeah. dope, 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 dope. Nope. I'm better than everybody else. Freedom! My freedoms! I got rights. <clears throat> Not here, buddy. So, yeah, we kicked him out. Yep. So, oh, well. well but... good, good good, for you, because, you know, I'm, I'm, like I said, I just love, I just sit there and bang my head against the wall with that. But, yeah, I, I'll be, uh, it's funny, because I'm trying to think, did I watch anything this week? Well, other than, you know, this past week was the Toastmaster convention, so, you yeah, know. Yeah, how do you want? Well, it was the virtual convention. They had, like, 50,000 people, like, trying to log into a site, which Ugh. meant the first day, which meant the first day the entire site crashed. Which of course. was, you know, and then they figured out that they had to do a couple things differently. And um, so, you know, I didn't get a chance to see. That's the other thing that was amusing. They made, they put everything Greenwich means time, which meant I had to convert all the stuff and some of the stuff, you know, even though it's like on demand. What is that? Like six hours ahead, I think. Yeah. Like, like there'd be like something where I'd be like, oh, that looks interesting. What time is that going to actually three o'clock in the morning? (laughs) Oh, no way. (laughs) I mean, it was funny because they had um, had this annual business meeting that they do and yeah, normally it's like normally it's like at a decent hour, you know, depending. And it's like I'm looking at the time zone and I'm like, man, I am so glad that I don't give a shit and I don't have anything to do with this. Because it was like Friday morning at like 7 a.m. I'm <laughs> like, Haha, you guys have fun in there. Uh, <laughs> well, what percentage of the Toastmasters are America? Um, I mean, there's it's a, obviously a diverse crowd from all over the world, but... Right. How many are, uh, are, are well? That's the part I kind of laugh about. Is there was a period of time where, like, some of the education sessions 
that you could get on demand, they would shut down after the co- after the hours of the convention were closed. And I'm like, oh, good. Those are like all the evening hours for North America. And I'm like, that's what I was planning on watching this stuff. You, uh, hmm. um, but um, I would say about half, at least half of the membership as a whole is is in North America. And that's like U.S. and Canada. Yeah. And so it's kind of amusing because it's like you kind of made it in such a way where like America was like, what time do we have to get up? And the worst part is, you know, I don't feel like I'm an idiot with time zones, but this Greenwich mean stuff is just, I mean, it's like. Yeah, I know them for, you know. Eastern, Central, Mountain, Pacific. I know those. Right, and Mount, Mountain <laughs> always screws me up. Mountain always screws me up because with Mountain, you're kind of like, okay, at some point it does one of those weird things where it's like, um, it's... Um, well, Mountain is always it, one hour behind Central. Is it? Because sometimes right? it's two hours. No, Pacific is two hours. Pacific right, is two hours. Mountain is one hour. Central and then Eastern is an hour. I like Mountain at one point combines. I guess it depends on the part of the country. Some parts of the country with Mountain go two go to two hours depending on the time change. Yeah, but but well, yeah, it's, it's just, weird it's, that it's, way. Is that like during daylight just, savings or whatever? Yeah, or something like okay. that. Yeah. Well, it's just it's just like when I have to broadcast to uh, to England. Uh, yeah. England is, Six hour, it's got a six hour zone. Basically, I'm broadcasting at three in the afternoon here, and they get it at nine o'clock at night over there. Right. Well, no, oh, and then they start all this shit. Like, you got to try to remember it's like GMT minus six. Look, I didn't, I, I fucking, <laughs> I didn't like algebra. Now you're going to do fucking equations and shit. What time is it? Hold on, let me get my slide rule out. Yeah, well, I, I, I've learned. I learned from that experience, you know, broadcasting over there, where France is seven hours, uh, England is six hours, uh, Ireland, Ireland, you know, is five. You know, it's just, you know, they all differ over well, there. Well, like I said, it's like I, I always felt like I was pretty good at prime zones until I started having to figure out, like, you know, we have you people like when you talk about like you're doing like a virtual meeting and they're like, what time is it? And you're like. Well, it's six o'clock central daylight savings time, and they're like, "Well, what is that in GMT time?" I don't know. Go figure it out. <laughs> well, what like, time what is it by you? Okay, okay, forgive me. What does GMT stand for? Sorry, I don't see that time. But what does GM stand for? Greenwich Mean Time. What? Greenwich Mean. Greenwich Mean. What's what's that? Mean. Uh, it it basically. London is considered zero point for world clock. Okay. Greenwich, London, Greenwich, basically Greenwich, England is considered the zero point for the world clock. And basically then it goes positives and negatives based on direction from, 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 from that dividing line in terms of how many hours it's off left to right. It's kind of, it's kind of like the, it's kind of like the equator of time. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's the reference for every time zone in the world. Right. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Excuse my ignorance, but I just jolly want... old London town. <coughs> because tea yeah. and crumpets. Because the Beatles. I think it's pretty much because of the Beatles. 
That's because the BBC has. Oh my God! Did you going. see that YouTube video of Yoko Ono destroying that Billy Joel song? Nope. Oh God! Which one, which one was that? When you say destroying, do you mean like physically, or you mean like singing? Uh, singing. Oh God. No, I could, I could, they, that. that could be that could be half as horrible. She's, she's playing. Well, she's singing "Big Shot" by Billy Joel. Oh my God! It's oh, it's it's, oh, it's awful. <laughs> oh my God! That's that's horrible. I wonder if that's nearly as horrible as the one re- as the one performance she did with this saxophone player. It was supposed to be like artisan, and it sounded like it's, it was supposed to be an orgasmic uh, display. It sounded like she was dying. Uh, and it was just the worst. It was the most heinous and worst thing I ever heard in my life. I mean, but yeah, but Yoko Ono's always been off the rails like that, you know, when it came to anything that she records and stuff. I, you know, and it, it just I don't understand. I just don't. I just don't see what John Lennon found in her. But you know, but who? Sex had me. But sex had me phenomenal. If you saw the two versions album and you looked at her nude ass, would you want to get near it? Like I said, <laughs> and just, just because of that doesn't mean the sex wasn't phenomenal. I mean, well, we've, all been, we've, all, there's all, we've all had that one girl where it's like, oh, I don't think so. And they're like, but she in the bed? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, okay, you know, okay, like, okay. Like, I, ha- I have like, to, I have to, I have to say, yeah, you're right. I have to say, yeah, you're right. There, there is that one woman where you're always kind of sitting there going, you're kind of sitting there, and you're like, you're like, why do I? Oh, because she's phenomenal she, in the sack. Hey, hey man, she might stop and clock, but she, she, but she kicks ass in the sack. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you know. Then there's all Beatles conspiracy theory shit anyway, but. Um, yeah, but, yeah, but, but oh. that's what I did. that's all that is, though, because in light of all that whole situation where they said that Yoko Ono broke up the deal, no, Yoko Ono did not break no, up. No, about that whole thing where they killed, they said that they killed somebody and somebody's the walrus, and I don't remember all that. Oh, if you've seen the cover of the Beatle album, the Beatle white album, you get the real cover, and yeah. it's all kinds of pictures and well, okay. Somebody, somebody, yeah, somebody on my Facebook timeline put up uh, this video of Yoko Ono just demolishing this song. It's been some years ago, but I saw it today on my timeline. I'm like, oh god. Oh, but... Well, okay. I think the conspiracy was was that you know Paul McCartney, because if you look at the one Abbey Road album, but he's in his bare feet. And in one of the tracks, they stated that you know John is dead. I kill. I mean, I mean, uh, I, Paul. Paul is dead. I kill Paul. Is laid real deep in one of the records. And so there was a big, there was a big to do saying that Paul McCartney, at one point, was actually replaced with somebody who looked like Paul McCartney. <laughs> right. I remember. Like, Begun the Clone War like, has. Well, yeah, and, and that they replaced Paul McCartney. And Paul McCartney has not been with the latter part of the band, and uh, and uh, that whole, that whole well, thing. Yeah, there were, remember explained. there was talk of like Sean Lennon and Paul McCartney's son getting together, but it never happened. Well, well that was certainly well, explained. Well, well, Sean, well, Sean Lennon, Sean Lennon, he's he's on a totally different musical plane, uh, just like Julian Lennon, who had the the short shot. Uh, 
you know, time is his time on on the charts. You know, you know, no no time for goodbye, which was his big, yeah. you know, one hit wonder thing that he did. Which uh, John Lennon, you know, I mean, I I don't know if he, I don't know if John was already gone by the time he recorded that, or that was before he had been murdered. But <clears throat> all I know is that uh, John Lennon was not really invested in neither Sean Lennon or Julian Lennon. Uh, there's a whole big thing about that, you know, and it, like it says, you know, that's that's what happens with with the with with the digital media world that we live in. I mean, every you can dredge up most every little thing that has happened and you go to the ends of the earth and you'll find these little tidbits of this, that and every other thing and everything that you once believed that you thought you knew you had no idea. <laughs> Well, like I said, I, all I remember is there was this whole thing about that if you steam the cover of the White Album, underneath there, there's a whole bunch of pictures of, like, them killing Paul or whatever the hell it was. And, like, oh, like, yeah, I, like, everybody said, like everybody said, if you have the White Album, why are you steaming the cover to do that and wrecking your perfectly good album cover? And, well, okay, and, okay, okay album cover, I don't know if that was the White no, Album. That was, or... that was the Butcher cover. That was the butcher cover. Or was it the butcher? Yeah, they put a sticker over the, the butcher cover. Yeah, okay. It was it was it was the Beatles yesterday and today, and what it was was that the butcher cover had the Beatles holding up pieces of meat, and dolls' heads, and, and like, they were the, like white baby dolls clothing. with their heads decapitated. Yeah, and and so that 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 sent a big alarm to Capitol Records to say, you know what, this is cover is fucked up. You need to fix this, but. Anybody who got the un, 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 okay, because what happened was there was a set of albums that went out that could not be recalled because they were already out there. They were already on the their fo- way. Yeah, the following shipment they had put, they had pasted another cover over the existing butcher covers, which people would steam those off and pull off the top cover to get to the butcher cover, and then finally the the last shipment of those albums that they had already exhausted the butcher cover things just to save on, you know, having to, you know, do it all over again. So, yeah, if you have a butcher cover Beatles album, you know, they come in two, they come in two ways. They come the original ones that were released, uh, which are worth uh, anywhere from 20 to $25,000. Now Hmm. Uh, you have the, what they call the, 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 the steam off covers, which are, you know, half the rate now, you know, so yeah, I mean, those that that's a money album because so many, only so many, so many copies of that actually ended up getting away from the, you know, from the pressing plants and everything. You know, so it's just that whole thing. The White Album, on the other hand, was a basically uh, Phil Spector came in and sloshed through eighteen hundred hours of tapes that none of the Beatles wanted to be involved in. So the white the white album is basically you know in many ways called the Phil Spector white album because he added strings he he cut through the draws you know and 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 he had to deal with the Beatles one at a time yeah. to actually get that damn thing released. But the, because, then the white album the fact that the white album is numbered, right? Uh, the zero 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 one to zero 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 four, those first ones went to the four Beatles. Yeah. And then there was the other. I think Ringo got number one, I think. Yeah, Ringo got number one. Yeah, that's what I think. Uh, Paul got number two. Uh, John got number three, and uh, and George got number four. So, 
And then afterwards, there was a num- There was a bunch of them that I think they were numbered to a thousand the first releases, and then after that, then just you know, it was a white album. So you know, which they hadn't embossed the Beatles in deep embossment letters on the cover, but that also ended up being one of the most booted albums because there was nothing. You know, it was easy to do. <laughs> So there's like nobody what do you knows mean for- the album was easy to bootleg. It was easy to bootleg because it was just a white cover with this simple embossment. Right. Of the people are, I mean, people are able to make like high quality reproductions and look like the original. It looks like the original. Yeah. In fact, no art to duplicate. Nothing. Nothing at all. And the thing about it too, there is a there is or I don't know if there was a store in New York City that Sold, sold nothing, and you can go on the internet and check this out, okay? Sold nothing but the White Album. People would come in and sell their White Album, and they had, like, all the White Album in different shapes, in different in different conditions, okay. all through the entire store. That's all you found in there was the White Album. Hmm. I wonder how you they know? stayed open, but okay. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying that. It's, I guess they were it was never open during the blackout. Wow. I wonder if they, uh, if the company went in the red. <laughs> well, I drank, my, I drank my I, green, I, my green tea there. Well, aren't you glad I didn't say white? <sighs> <laughs> Quit brown nosing. <laughs> now that's a gray area. You know, this entire part of the show is making me feel blue. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Well, I feel like we're well, going through the rainbow of colors, but that's just yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, we're not talking about LG. And, and we're not talking about Frosted Lucky's Charms' magically fucking delicious, whatever the hell. <laughs> <laughs> They're magically delicious. <laughs> By the way, that's not, that's overrated. What? L- Lucky Charms is overrated. Lucky we've, Charms. We've talked about cereals here, but I know Lucky, Char- I Char- Lucky Charms used to be good. Just like Alphabets used to be good, but now they've taken so much of the sweetness out of both the cereals. It's like you know, it's like you eat the you eat the, the Lucky Charms it's like eating chalk. You know, I always thought and, I always thought the marshmallows was like eating chalk anyway. Yeah, you know, but I don't like. Right, I enjoyed yeah. the texture of the marshmallows. Mm. You know. Yeah, but so yeah, uh, so I did do the, the the convention this past week, and then so you know we did. Um, I want to make zebra crispies. We did. Um, we did. You know, we did like a live pregame and a postgame show, and we actually streamed the world championship. Until Toastmasters came on and said, "Cease and desist, or we're going to sue you." Um, what? Because we were we were pulling their feed illegally while we were running our thing, um, which I didn't think about. I didn't think about, and I had forgotten about because originally we were talking about doing it on Zoom, and it wouldn't have mattered. But since we were doing it on Streamyard, and technically we were putting it out on YouTube and Facebook live. You know, oh, there you go. Nothing like infringement. Yeah, <laughs> but you weren't the only yeah. ones doing it. Yeah, but they were running it. No, because they were doing it on their own, and we were the only ones kind of doing it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we were the only ones kind of doing it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cause, cause, well, in fairness, it was funny because 
initially <laughs> I'm like, okay, so we're going to do a pregame show and then we're going to let everybody go watch and then we're going to have everybody come back. Everybody's like, people are not going to come back. I'm like, so what are we going to do? We're going to air it. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess we could do that. And we had to figure out like the time hole and all this other stuff and certain things. Um, and I wasn't thinking about it until we got something on our YouTube feed while in the YouTube comments from Toastmaster International going, you need to cease and desist this immediately. So the, the worst part is we're in the last speaker of the world championship. It's the last three minutes that he's talking and we had to cut it. Everyone's like, no! <laughs> and I'm like, and we're like, it was funny because it was like, it's like, we have to, we have no choice. They won't even give you three minutes? Nope. They would not give us three minutes. And, but it was interesting because we were supposed to start, so we were supposed to start the post game at noon, and then all of a sudden, now we're starting the post game right at that point, and, um, I had to like play some serious radio. And the other thing was we assumed and, and God bless Toastmasters. The part of our part about Toastmasters when they do the schedule is they do the schedule. However, they see fit to do the schedule for what they're doing. They don't really care about what we're doing because we should have, that should be something that's technically happening. And they, they're not looking for clubs to do something like this in the ingenuitive, so to speak. Um, so they end, <laughs> They end and like the announcement for when they're going to win is it for like another 45 minutes. Huh. And it's not the time we originally told people we were going to start with post game. And I'm like, okay, I guess we're just going to have to do it now and start talking. And that yeah, was, it was weird, but we, it was a good, you know, we got, we got a lot of good, we got a lot of people to watch and, People had fun and people enjoyed it, so there's that. And then I did a, a storytelling show, um, a storytelling thing on Sunday night. I did um, the story. I did the flat, the story flash uh, thing on Sunday night, so it was kind of fun. And uh, you know, that there's that. That that was kind of that was kind of my crazy week. So, um, Ivan, you uh, rattling the pots and pans? Yeah, I am. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna what, miss that. Are we making pasta? What? Are we making pasta? No. Okay, just checking. We're making Rice Krispie treats. Rice Krispie treats. Okay. That sounds like a plan. I can I could go for some of those. Um, I'm trying Actually, to think. Was there anything of note this yeah. week? Other? I think we kind of got to most of it, didn't we? Yeah, that was the, just the big news on Friday. But uh, yes, the the viewership from. DC Fandom was uh, positive. Yeah, I guess like, there was like... Got a lot of... Yeah. Yeah. I heard good things. I didn't go, but I didn't see it. But supposedly they got good... They got... It went well. They had like 22 million people who showed up to to hang out and do that. Um, I thought it was interesting because apparently Gen Con is going to start running um, games beyond Gen Con itself. Uh, from a virtual perspective, and I think some of them start this weekend. Um, so I thought that was interesting because I saw that came out that they may be starting to run smaller virtual game days throughout the year. And um, then I don't know what. Apparently, no, and I didn't read the story, but apparently Sylvester Stallone's doing a a new cut of Rocky Four. Okay. 
I don't know why. I mean, maybe I should read the article. Is there? Maybe yeah. I could see maybe like like an extended <laughs> like streaming release or maybe an extended cut. I mean, I know I'm in the minority when I want to see the the extended Blu-ray box set or 4K. But I don't think I need to buy Rocky Four in 4K. Why? That one that is. I have no idea. Well, there's the Blu-ray, and then now, now there's the 4K, which is like. Anyway, uh, so I think I'd rather just be like interested in seeing like some deleted scenes or something like that. I don't want to need to see like a uh, a re a new cut. What? I don't know. What? Hold on, let me see. That's so. Here's what the Hollywood Reporter has to say. Um. Sylvester Stallone says director's cut for Rocky Four coming for film's anniversary. Uh, oh, that's what everybody's talking about. So they're going to cut out the entire thing with Polly's robot. Why? Why? Um, he's in the midst. Of, now I'm not interested at all. Uh, <laughs> apparently they're looking to release this to the 27th. Uh, it's going to be for the 30th anniversary. Getting a new director's cut by me. So far, it looks great. Soulful. Thank you, MGM, for this opportunity. Uh, the actor said, along with an impressive drawing of the film, he also noted that Paulie's robot, the very bizarre 80s gimmick, will be cut from the movie entirely. The robot robot is going to the junkyard forever. No more robot. No. I'm, that's bullshit. I enjoyed the robot. What the hell? Um... Stallone did not offer or tease any other, but did any other details. But the tease was enough to set social media ablaze, uh, resulting in Rocky for trending. Um, Is my movie okay? If I want to cut the robot, I'll cut the robot, okay? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, the other thing of note is, as we started to show at press time. Uh, As we started the show tonight, um, there's a story from ESPN that Brock Lesnar, I don't know if he's opted out or if he's done with his contractual agreement, but Brock Lesnar is no longer with the WWE. Might be going to that Um, other new one that uh, started up. Or is he going to go to the UFC or who knows? But... um, or, or you know, or this is just something where he's trying to make more money again and get them to pay him even more money. Um, but yeah, I mean that's kind of the. I gotta be honest. I like look. Lesnar's a phenomenal talent, but the matches that he's done in the last few years at times have been boring and predictable, and they're just not. You know, Hogan wasn't exactly the greatest of all time. But he at least made it worthwhile, and he at least gave you a thought that maybe there might be something that might happen that might go the wrong way. Lesnar, you just don't get that at all. You know, every single time it's like watching Mike Tyson, and after a while it's like, okay, I'm bored. So anyway, I guess we're kind of done because Ivan's ready to like make dinner. Or yeah, he's uh, baking rice krispies for us. Yes. <laughs> so I guess we should get moving. Um, Mike, how do, how do they find us? Where do they find us? What do they do? We're on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. We're on YouTube. Click the bell, subscribe, you know, when you get new content. 
And, of course, our crazy, wacky news stories from our extra show, News of the Squared, that'll be up later in the week. Shout out to Scott! Scott! Yeah. He's around somewhere. Hopefully we'll get to hear from him again soon. Follow us on Facebook. Send us a DM or a PM or an instant message or whatever through there. That'd be great. Uh, we're uh, Our podcast is downloadable. That's what you do on the internet. Everybody's downloading. Stop all the downloading. On Spotify, Anchor, Podbean, YouTube, Google. And, of course, email us if you'd like. We got that old email route. Or send smoke signals, whichever works. Uh, send a carrier pigeon to Ivan. <laughs> S-O-T-R-T podcast at gmail.com. Okay. So well, the Rice Krispies done yet? Uh, they're getting there. Okay. Well, wow. Yes, I'm doing Cecil Krispies. What's that? Uh, Cocoa Krispies and Rice Krispies. Oh, okay. I mean, Zebra Krispies. We Instead of uh, Rice Krispies, it don't matter if they're black or white. There you go. Oh, wow. uh, <laughs> Instead of six cups of uh, regular Rice Krispies, you do three cups of one, and then you do three cups of the other. Here you oh, go. Okay. He's pouring the Rice Krispies. Well, anyway, so... Wait, did you say pouring or whoring? Maybe both. Pour. 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 Here we go. Here we go. And there we go. Catch you later, folks. Okay. Have a good